Well, it's my opinion that I mean the Great Commission is the Great Commission. It's an incredible honor. It's a co-mission with the Lord, both of us on the mission together. But I believe that it is the Great Commandment that fuels the Great Commission. It is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Those four things encompass the entire being. There's nothing left. So when the heart is right, when the heart is burning with love, when the heart is free to worship, when the heart is free to lay down its own life, then ministry becomes a natural byproduct. You know, the Lord's not raising up gospel employees, per se. I'm Chris Johnson, and you're listening to a special series on Charisma Connection about The Send, a gathering that drew tens of thousands of people to Orlando, Florida, Saturday, February 23rd. In this series, we'll share some speaker and artist interviews and hear from some of the attendees who came from near and far to be activated into their evangelistic and missional calling. So we're here with Michael Koulianos, and you are with Jesus Image, right? Yeah, yeah. And with Todd White from Lifestyle Christianity. Yes, ma'am. And you're out of Texas, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Very polite. I see that uh, <laughs> Southern thing going on there. <laughs> Getting it. <laughs> well, um, Michael, let me start with you. Uh, you recently had an event here, Jesus 18, mm-hmm. which I was able to attend. Oh, good. And uh, right. you had a lot of emphasis on young people at that event and just... Uh, a really no compromise message and that's the kind of thing we see here at the sand right yeah you know it's amazing is we don't gear our movement towards young people in mm-hmm. fact we've been oftentimes we've been counseled that our having the older speakers or having a radical message would actually uh, distance us from this generation but I'm finding the opposites happening yeah. We're just after Jesus, and he's drawing young and old. And yeah, the Lord, I believe, is awakening a bride with a pure heart, with a pure heart of devotion. And, you know, if you give them a call to die for, they'll run. They'll run to Jesus, and that's ultimately what they're what they're after. They want something that's meaningful, something that costs their life. So, you know, having Todd in, or really, I'm hearing a clarion call. I was, I'm sure you would agree, bro, was just this, give your everything to Jesus, Excellent. every bit of your being. So good. Todd, you had a very powerful message up there about uh, you were on the stage talking about biblical morality. Yeah. And, and can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I just, I believe that when this thing started with the disciples and they ran, I don't think that this whole thing wasn't in the church. And it has, over all these years, we've started to accept things that aren't the gospel. It's true. You know, and it's been a lifetime mm-hmm. of this, of accepting, 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 and watering things down to where it's just a nice message and, hey, where do you want to go to church at? To where we've lost the reality of what it means to be intimate with Jesus and to know the truth that sets us free. And so everywhere I go, I've had people tell me, you need to tone it down. You need to relax the message. Look, you'll be more accepted if you relax the standard. You'll be more accepted if you don't talk about healing, if you don't talk about prophecy look I've had a I sat in a car with a pastor and, and he was pretty much confrontational with me in that he thought that I wanted to speak at his church but I didn't I just wanted to meet with him and talk to him because I knew that he really struggled with the whole miracles really struggled with the message on immorality all that stuff and he said to me because if you just take these things out you could be accepted by more people I said, what are you going to say when you stand before the Lord and you've built your ministry on being accepted before people and not lived to bring people to the reality of the normal plumb line of Jesus, which is holiness, the pure gospel truth. What are you going to say when you answer for the lives of all the people you've permeated with that lie? 
And he just looked at me and he goes, well, I don't really consider it a lie. The Lord knows my heart. But the truth is, is that the Lord does know his heart, but he doesn't know the Lord's heart. And so I just am seeing people come alive, come out of a place of where they've been bound by immorality, bound by drugs, bound by addiction, bound by the secret life pastors that have been bound in a secret life of pornography where no one else sees it. Or just that whole fantasy realm that needs to be taken out. And God's given us weapons. And sometimes we think that just praying will make that stuff go away or just fasting will make pornography go away. It doesn't make it go away. What makes it go away is bringing every thought captive to truth and bringing it back to the biblical reality of what does it mean to use the weapons that we've been given. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing people stand in a place saying, I haven't read my Bible and I need to. They hit their knees, they spend time with Jesus and they become the message. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful. And I believe it's the norm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God's bringing us back to normal. The normal Christian That's life, right? right? That's, That's right. what it is. Um, holiness, the uh, fruit of the Spirit, all of those things Amen. play into what we're doing here today. Amen. So this is all about the Great Commission, Amen. but you've got to have the heart right first. That's right. Absolutely. So good. So what, what are you saying to these young people out there today? I mean, you're talking about different calls to action. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Well, it's my opinion that I mean, the Great Commission is the Great Commission. It's an incredible honor. It's a co-mission with the Lord, both of us on the mission together, but I believe the, it is the great commandment that fuels the great commission. It is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Those four things encompass the entire being. There's nothing left. So when the heart is right, when the heart is burning with love, when the heart is free to worship, when the heart is free to lay down its own life, then ministry becomes a natural byproduct. You know, the Lord's not raising up gospel employees, Come per on. se. He can, use a, he can use an unregenerated person to go do the stuff, but doing the stuff is a byproduct of being full of God, full of the Scriptures, mind renewed, realizing who Jesus is. Because of that, I realize who I am. I'm lost in His presence. When we ask Jesus into our heart, I press this really, really firmly at our school that we didn't make Jesus sidekick. We made him Lord. He owns us. That means we lost our rights to say no to the sick, regardless of the cost That's that right. Todd's mentioning. Jesus paid with his stripes. We didn't pay with ours. So we owe him a harvest in men, on many fronts, souls, bodies, people set free. So the heart is vital. The heart is vital. So what we're not doing today is saying, hey, go out and sign up for some mission. We do want that to happen. What we are saying is this, be so touched by Jesus and so touched by his love that all of a sudden a love leaps up in you. Like he said, we love him because he first loved us. And then the byproduct now is a life laid down. And then grace empowers us to live this thing out. That's, mm -hmm. that's what we're after. So good. Yeah, well, Todd, it. you have an evangelistic fervor about you. It yeah. just oozes from you. Mm -hmm. So how do you inspire others to have that same fervor? Yeah, well, I mean, even our school, what you're teaching, it's like, it sounds like the same mm -hmm. stuff. We're thinking the same. You know, I, I believe the reality of being able to share your faith has been has been boiled down in a lot of spheres and a lot of churches and a lot of just ministry mindsets that that's just for the evangelist. That the evangelist is the only one that's supposed to share the gospel. But that's not how it happened. In the book of Acts, they shared their faith everywhere they went. They went house to house. They broke bread together, but they shared everywhere they went. You know, and, and so we've kind of we've kind of took it and 
gave the ball to the evangelist and said, you share the gospel, I'm going to find out what my part is. Right. But an evangelist is to equip the saints for the works of ministry. So if that means that the saints are supposed to do the works of ministry, <laughs> a saint means everyone that's born again set apart by God. And that means that everybody gets to share their faith. So I found the core message of all of this is righteousness. Because when we press into right standing and realize our value, realize our worth, and we realize what God thinks about us, we want to share that with people because we fall in love with God. We fall in love with Jesus. We fall in love with communion with the Holy Ghost. He speaks to us, and we get to go forward with that speaking and bring the good news to everyone around us. You know, a lot of people, it's hard for them to believe the good news because a lot of the body of Christ is still thinking about things from yesterday but when you find out that the cross says that that's all been wiped out like when I got saved I had 22 years of addiction and all this junk I had horrific stuff that I'd done and I, I came and Jesus like saved me then I read in the Bible that it says don't be conformed to the world be transformed by the renewing of my mind and all of a sudden the lights went on my mind was filled with trash God saved me moved in gave me a new heart and then gave me a heart that he gave me as a heart to know him Jeremiah 24 says it's hard to know. So all I need to do is want to know him. And the Holy Spirit comes, my best friend, and he starts to speak to me what the Father thinks about me. The devil will still come and say, yeah, but remember this. But because God's voice becomes louder, self-control is being so focused on his voice that everything else loses its voice. And when I come into that place, I automatically want to share my faith with everybody. Because if I'm really free, I need to tell everybody about my freedom. But if I'm not free, it's really hard to share my faith. Yeah. And so faith in the finished work and faith in what faith in what Christ has done makes you a person that wants to share your faith everywhere you go. So the word evangelism, like I said before, has been just made for the crusade evangelist, for the evangelist Billy Graham, which was an amazing man that finished well. We're right here, a date from the year of his passing. That's one of the reasons why this thing has formed, the scent. And so I just believe that when people find out who they are, they want to share that everywhere they go. Yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. now tell us about the partnerships that came together to form this event today. Yeah, well, you've got uh, Lifestyle, which is Todd, obviously, Jesus Image, C-Fan, uh, Circuit Riders, that would be Andy Bird, Brian Brent, the whole YWAM crew, uh, Dunamis, uh, that is led by Teo Hayashi, who am I missing? Lou Engel. Lou Engel, obviously. Oh, who, Lou Engel. Who, who, yeah, just, just slightly. <laughs> or Lou, who, who really we are standing on his shoulders today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what's most beautiful is that we didn't we didn't get together for the first time around an event. Yeah. This there was there were genuine covenant relationships, and that means we begin to take responsibility for each other's. Uh, breakthrough, you know, like I, I feel a sense of ownership over Todd's breakthrough in life, over his success, over his purity, over his the harvest that God gives him. So that was intact. And when Billy died, I was always trained by my father-in-law to look for the passing of Billy Graham and Oral Roberts. So I remember hearing that in those old days at OCC. You know, Pastor Benny would go, "Hey, when Oral dies and Billy dies, wake up." And so when Billy died, I was in Reading. And I called Lou, and I said, what do we do? And of course, Lou said, a 40-day fast. And I thought, man, we just got off one. I don't know if we can do another <laughs> But anyways, so Lou said, let's, call, let's get together. And I think we got together a year. Oh, wow. I think it was a year ago, like this week. Okay. Right here in Orlando, yeah. we made a covenant. We took communion. We were all, I was here on a, at a Power and Love school, so I wasn't yeah. really planning to be here. Yeah, it was so just we, really We wild. all just came together, and then yeah. it happened. Yeah. And we took communion and said, 
All right, we're going to covenant our hearts with the Lord, number one, number two, each other, and number three, for what he's called us to do. And it's a beautiful, to me, that dynamic is as supernatural as, as this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what are you expecting out of this event today? <laughs> I'm, I really am Tears. expecting people to, to carry the flame of God for Christianity to come back to normal again. I believe that God's waking up everybody in here. Let, I believe millions of people are going to see this online, archived, mm -hmm. live. It's going to hit the body of Christ in the heart. People that have been sleeping, Daniel's message on the prodigal, that people that are like watching it are going to wake up and it'll be just like, oh my gosh, what what's going on? Like my blinders are removed, just like my eyes are open now. I really believe that. I believe that the body of Christ is going to come into a genuine hunger for the Word of God again. I believe it's not going to be something that's sporadic. I believe it's going to be like on a, on a constant basis where people are going to actually start to know the Word because they're going to become the Word. And it's just going to be transforming. I believe people are going to start to share their faith everywhere. I believe miracles are going to break out all over the place, not just here. I believe everyone here is going to carry, carry, just like the donkey carried in Jesus. I believe that many of your donkeys are gonna ride out of here carrying the Lord. Okay. And when people say to them, how did this happen? It's the one on my back, it's Jesus. It's yeah. just gonna be yeah. so good. Awesome. We're in the day of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, we can feel his presence in our city. I'm sure you're local. Mm -hmm. Our pre-rally events, we're not, we don't even, we haven't from promoting those. People are getting saved. If you promote a meeting in the city now, you're asking for a fire code issue. I mean, God is just moving, and ultimately, it's impossible to know Jesus without the Holy Spirit. And I think we're in a day of the wind again, where the Lord is blowing. He's asking for people who, are, who will say yes and surrender. It's like Reinhardt said, I, I was God's third choice. Miss Kuhlman used to say I was God's seventh choice because they had an issue that she was a woman. She goes, well, he has six other men, and I just happened to say yes. So we're just catching the wind. Yeah. And we all have to say yes. Yeah, we do. That's right. Yeah, we do. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people saying yes today yeah, to what God amen. has for them. So amen. Amen. thank you both so much. Thank you. Todd Absolutely. White, Michael Koulianos thank here you. on the Charisma Podcast Network. Thank you. We asked the SIN participant, Abigail King, who attends Todd White's Lifestyle Christianity University, what she thought of the gathering. What's your impressions of this uh, event? Well, from the moment I walked in, I could feel such a heavy presence of the Lord. I, I was in, I was pre-anticipating this event for a while back, so I've uh, been excited. But it's been incredible. I've seen so many healings already. Just, I know that God is here, and that His plan is to give somebody, every single person in this stadium, a vision for their future in ministry. So. Mm -hmm. And did you feel that way yourself? I do. I do, yes. What is God speaking to you? Well, I feel like God spoke to me that he was going to confirm some things about my future ministry and missions. And I feel like he's already set people in my path and during this event that have actually offered for me to go with them on missions trips. Oh, wow. So that was absolute confirmation. And, and, and do you feel that the whole crowd is receiving something from the Lord here today? Absolutely. Everybody who comes in here is leaving changed, and I think that they already are. So. Any particular speakers or artists who touched you in some way? Of course, Todd White. Um, <laughs> but I would have to say that I particularly enjoy uh, hearing Andy Bird teach. 
and um, Michael Koulianos mm-hmm. in their heart for missions. So Very good. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you? Are you heading back home? Heading back home in the morning, 20-hour drive. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you must have wanted really to come here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, it, and it's been worth it, every single bit of it. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm Chris Johnson, and you've been listening to Charisma Connection at The Send. Learn more and watch the live stream at thesend.org. That's thesend.org. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.